0: Have you ever stolen 10 chicky nuggies off someone's plate and then also their sussing for the nuggies? No,
1: but my dog did today and he's gonna shit bricks all night.
0: I have. Okay. I did steal an avocado from somebody once, so. Off like the plate? No, like, like I was at her gym bag. No, I was at, yeah, yeah. I went to good life fitness and then I was like, that looks like a good avocado in that lady's gym bag. If she doesn't put a lock on her locker, I'm taking it. No, I'm kidding. I was at, I was at my friend's house and, um, she went to have a shower And I was like I'm eating this fucking avocado Oh you asked <laughs> No I didn't I oh, just, ate, just it. ate it Oh you just ate it okay That's <laughs> But That's then I fine. was like I ate your avocado I'll give you another one And she's like No you don't have to And that was all <laughs> You don't have to give her Another avocado No You didn't have to Replace her avocado
1: No no. How nice! I know she's sweetie. My mom was known in her family for being a French fry stealer. Ooh, yeah. So nice. she would steal all of
0: her. She'd be like, "Look that way," and she would steal a fry. <gasps> Keep off your eyes her. on your fries, around Lori. Seriously, man, oh yeah. Man. And then she was
1: like, "I don't know why I was overweight. I don't know." <laughs> and her sister was like completely emaciated, like <laughs> seventy-five pounds, soaking wet, and. Oh, no. Her mother or father, whatever. whenever they did groceries, mm-hmm. they'd give her sister the loaf of bread to take in, and then no. my mom would have to take in the case of beer.
0: Because <laughs> she wouldn't eat the beer cans.
1: Because <laughs> she wouldn't eat the beer cans, and she had the the, the muscle mass
0: oh, I get to it. bring it in, yeah, whereas her sister was depleted due to oh, her no. french fries being stolen. Oh, no. <laughs> so. uh, welcome back to Paranormal, everybody. I'm Marie and I'm Nicolina and we are bringing you an episode today that is all about you for you by you
1: about you that's the
0: same thing (laughs) sorry it's a long it's been a long day it's been a long day we realized that um because we've been having our hometown haunt episodes we've had our um guests on the show to tell their spooky stories that we've kind of neglected the other hometowns that have come into us your guys stories um and we have another interview coming out next week so we figured that today's episode we would dedicate to you guys and your stories so yeah. or else you'd have to wait another month yeah you'd have to wait another month to hear them so we've decided that we will be um reading your stories today and they're two really good stories so we're good hmm Really quickly, wanted to let you guys know that our next episode we have Deborah Di Giovanni on the podcast, which is going to be an absolute gem. Uh, an it was an angel, a, an actual dream come true, mm-hmm. and um, just like a, before the episode comes out, wanted to let you guys know that we don't get paranormal in that episode. Um, she did not have any paranormal <laughs> stories. So it really is just a comedy episode of us laughing really, really hard at everything that Deborah says, um, and a really fun interview to have with her, and um, at the end of the episode, though, we play like... Um, would you rather would you rather yeah with like spooky and horror movie-ish type things um, and we spoke to her on election night on yes. November 3rd so it was a spooky time for all of us
1: <laughs> that was I, the scariest part of the podcast yeah I think yeah. so
0: <laughs> everyone
1: was on edge yeah um so yeah I would just tune in for your own listening, listening pleasure. pleasure and yeah. enjoy that one yeah because um, she's absolutely fantastic hilarious and um Oh, and
0: for anyone who's new here, who's just tuning in for the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, our podcast is a paranormal slash comedy podcast. It's not investigative. We try to have fun with it. It very much is a slumber party with your friends telling each other spooky stories vibe. So if you're looking for an investigative podcast, this one isn't it. But if you want to stick around for some goofy times, then this one is it. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Also, we have a giveaway coming up on our Patreon, which is super exciting. Um, We have our paranormal mug up for grabs for any patron at any tier. If you sign up to become a patron, um, then you get entered into a draw and we're going to be uh, pulling for the winner of that uh, on our live Q&A for our patrons in December. We haven't decided on the actual date, but it'll be at the beginning of December. Um, me and Nicolina are the only two people who have a paranormal mug so you will be the official third to have a paranormal mug and
1: our families and friends have been like oh yeah asking and buying for Mm -hmm. them so you'll get it before them too
0: yeah 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 I can't believe that but yes it's true yeah it's pretty lucrative I yeah. had a friend come over the other day for coffee and I pulled out the paranormal mug to have my coffee in and she was like I need yeah I need it and I was like well it's then you so better good. sign up for our patron and hope I pull your name seriously <laughs> um so yeah if you go to patreon.com slash paranormal pod you can um, sign up to become a patron we have tiers as low as one dollar a month um that you can sign up for and you can be entered to win the draw dope Mm -hmm. okay all right so we're gonna
1: still do our normal format for this episode um we're gonna do our horoscopes Mm -hmm. so um how about i read yours
0: i feel like i'm supposed to go first this week
1: then please by all means by all means
0: yeah how dare i (laughs) okay let's get it to it leo Mm -mm. your emotions are solid and you feel good leo At the same time, you may be tongue-tied. You're having a hard time expressing your true feelings in the way that you would like to, especially when it comes to love and romance. Perhaps you have so many thoughts that you don't know how to sort them out, or which to disclose and which to keep hidden. What do you got for me today? I mean, (laughs) it, it rings true. Yeah? Rings true. Okay. Um,
1: like. Is it? Yeah, it rings true in the sense that I have a lot. We were just talking about basically that I'm very like um, inquisitive. inquisitive and curious. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like that in every aspect of my life, but also in my relationships. And some people are just better off going through life not being that way and not really hearing about every aspect of that the person they're (laughs) with and their their past and their present and Uh whatever but I am just not like that so I do find it hard to strike a balance between what I should and shouldn't um talk about and not it's just not everything needs to be communicated all the time yeah you know I hear you um it's not necessarily beneficial like communication is is important but not everything is worth communicating mm-hmm. in terms of like the health of a relationship and your issues mm-hmm. don't always need to be projected on somebody else yeah you know yeah um that's your thing
0: yeah you have to, to deal with that it. yeah you okay. have to own
1: the own, yeah. own those things and realize like okay, the reason why I'm bringing this up is not because of you, it's because of me. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes <laughs> so sense. being able to differentiate between the two, yep. I struggle with a little bit. Got it. So yeah, that, that does ring true for me. Okay. Um, okay, Gemini. hmm Calm down and get organized before you spread your ideas to others. This is especially true when it comes to love and romance. As soon as this topic comes up, you tense up and erupt inappropriately. ground yourself and find your center of balance literally and figuratively before you proceed don't worry about getting the upper hand what you need to do is join hands
0: no no I don't I'm not feeling it I calm down and get organized before you spread your ideas Ideas to to others. others no I mean I don't know not really I don't have a lot of ideas right now yeah I mean, like, usually I call you and I'm like, I have an idea for the podcast. Yeah, but this is especially in love and especially romance. Especially in love and romance, which is like, I'm trying to think of my husband and I'm like, no, not really. We're still working on the same tasks for the, like the last two months. Do you erupt inappropriately? No, I mean, sometimes, but not <laughs> all often, but sometimes I can, mm-hmm. but not regarding love. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's there in abundance. Totally. So, anyway, yeah. yeah, whatever.
1: Nah. All right, moving on. Moving along. Moving on,
0: moving along. All right. So we've got two Stories from two oh Oh, we need to give shout outs to our patrons. Yes, we do. Um, I wanted to give a big shout out to Danielle and a big shout out to Destiny for both becoming patrons. Um, you two rock, and we love you very, very much. And we're looking forward to speaking with you guys at the next live QA. So, the last one was a blast, by the way. We had so much fun on the last live QA. Um, laughing for days, and my tummy hurt. Yeah. Um, okay. So again, we decided that this episode, we are going to give back to you guys, dedicate back to you guys. So, um, I'm going to read this. I feel so bad about this. I'm going to read a story from Crystal.
1: Okay. But so
0: what had happened was we had our live Q and A and Crystal was like, I sent you my story. And I was like, oh my God, how, like, what? Like, I can't believe that I missed this story. Um, but I did and it was because it was sent to us on Instagram and I was looking through our patron message yeah um but also I have a just like a very vivid memory of us sitting here together looking for hometown stories and I was like I know there was one that someone sent me in our paranormal one I know it and And I couldn't find it and it was this one and then when i saw her name i was like shit perfect now yeah. i can find it so i i did um you just didn't know the name of the person i just who had did it. sent it exactly yeah and then i found it so yay so crystal thank you and thank you for being patient and thank you for being a patron and coming on the q a to and, tell us to fucking wise up yeah to get our shit together <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Crystal says, so I've been thinking about sharing this story for a while, but I wanted to make sure it was okay with my family first since it is a super personal story and it is still pretty recent, but I got the okay to go ahead, so here it is. A couple years ago, my uncle was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and a short time left to live. Later, he decided he wanted to live the rest of his days at home. His daughter, my cousin, moved back into the home with him to take care of him, so she was with him all the time. As the days passed while he was at home, he began to grow very, very weak. By only a few weeks, he was in a coma-like state. His eyes remained closed, and he was unresponsive, with the exception of a few moans here and there if you tried to speak to him. The day that he passed, his daughter had remained by his bedside. She had kept his last moments to herself for nearly a year because it had affected and freaked her out so bad. When she was comfortable with sharing, she told us that he was in the usual silent and unresponsive state as she sat in the chair next to his bed. But randomly, he opened his eyes, raised a hand out in front of him as if reaching for something, and said, Mama? Oh. Then his hand dropped to the bed and he took his last breath.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I know. This is not the first story that we've had on this podcast of that people. That said that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guest on here once who, whose grandpa, like, saw his brothers and sisters and was like, I have to go. They're calling me. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, could... now. Could this be that he was just in a hallucinogenic state as he was dying? Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe. Sorry, just a quick aside from the story again. When people say that, like, often they're like, oh, well, they were just hallucinating as they were passing away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it seems to me that we never, like, these people who are passing away never have hallucinations of dragons, of, like, weird things. Like, the hallucinations are always about their family members. Yeah, they're very relevant. Every, t- every time. I
1: believe... like someone I know said that their, as their dad was passing, I believe their sister Mm -hmm. was, had passed at that time and they kept calling her name
0: as well. Yeah, see, and my aunt, when her father passed away, she told me that he kept looking up at the corner, in a corner of the room and I think he said something like someone was there to get him and, um like in a nice way not like and not like he's here to get me (laughs) right um um, like a certain member of his family was here to take him and then um he kept smiling and she said something like is it is it beautiful or something like that and he looked at her and he went you betcha and then he passed away yeah yeah anyway okay um and so she says yeah maybe but I like to think that it's real and it was his mother coming back to get her son and leading him to join her in whatever comes after life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, like, yes, I think it was. Another weird story from this situation was during the burial, my aunt, who was his sister, and he was really close with her, um, she walked away to be alone and give herself a moment to take everything in. The next thing I knew, she was running back to the burial site, hysterically sobbing, saying that she was facing the woods, looking into the forest at the back of the cemetery, when she saw my uncle standing deep into the woods. He waved goodbye at her and then disappeared. As much as these stories can be hard to believe, I believe they're true because of how much they've impacted my family members who witnessed them. Sorry it was so long, but thanks for reading if you did. Love the podcast, and I missed it a bunch keep up the great work what a sweetie pie
1: yeah well i mean like like you said i i do think that there's some there's got to be something there um yeah for so many people to have those similar experiences with relevant people in their in their family their inner family you know yeah um so i'm going to read a patron story Mm -hmm. from destiny Mm -hmm. um we thanked her at the beginning of this episode because she rocks because she rocks it's quite long (laughs) i have yet to read through the whole thing okay good um so it's going to be a surprise to me and to you guys (laughs) as i read along (laughs) okay so hey ladies been listening to your show for a couple weeks now and i love it recently became a patron with intent on sending in my hometown haunt but it's taken me a while to sit down and type this all out Part of me is afraid of sharing my experience for fear of accidentally inviting this demonic presence no. back in, as this is something that went on for years. Oh God! This okay. is long and my first time sharing publicly, so please bear with me and only judge me
0: a little. I, this is a judgment-free zone, so that's Judgment fine. Judgment-free. I'm excited. Yeah, me too.
1: When I was 15, I was dating this guy. We had been together for about a year and decided to take it to the next step. I was in love and, of course, thought we were going to be together forever. Of course. So why not lose my virginity to him? Right. Well, when the night came, I snuck out of my parents' house and met him about a mile away. I live in a farm and I was afraid that if he drove into the farm, a family member would wake up. Mm -hmm. We met up, but neither of us knew where we should go. And the only place I could think of that was off the road and secluded was this old cemetery.
0: Oh, dear God.
1: Yes, I know. This is a very <laughs> stupid, very bad idea, but it is what it is.
0: Again, not judging you. Just, <laughs> just so, terrified yeah. for you. Okay, sorry.
1: So, yeah, I lose my virginity in the cemetery. Okay.
0: Later, Every when I goth girl's dream. Come on.
1: <laughs> Later, when I came back home, I was approaching the entrance to our farm and I heard some rustling in the leaves coming from my right. I froze as I watched this creature emerge from the trees. It was tall, animal-like, with hooves, but walking upright on two legs. Oh
0: my God. What if it was a skinwalker? But I don't think they have hooves. That literally
1: sounds like the devil. Uh, The devil, yeah.
0: Oh my God. Okay.
1: It had horns and glowing red eyes. Oh my God. It also was wearing what looked like to be a cloth. The creature walked onto the road and then stopped in front of me and stared me in the eyes. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. The creature made a complete circle around me, stopping no. again to stare at my face, then walked into the woods of on the left.
0: No. No.
1: I couldn't even comprehend what had just happened.
0: Oh my god.
1: When I was finally able to move, I just ran as quickly as I could back home.
0: Yep, that's what happened to me when I saw something frozen to the spot. Yeah, that would move. be too, yeah. yeah.
1: That night, I had horrific dreams of demonic entities trying to drag me from my bed and into my closet.
0: Oh my god.
1: I didn't tell anyone because I knew everyone would think I was out of my mind. Weeks went by without anything weird or abnormal happening, but then strange things started happening all of the time. Hearing someone calling my name when no one was around, shadows moving out of the corner of my eye, important items going missing, it was starting to really freak me out. Then one night I was sleeping and woke up in a sleep paralysis state. I watched as my closet door opened and the creature I had seen was standing in the doorway of my closet. Oh my God. I was terrified. I tried desperately to move or scream, but nothing came out. I began to pray and finally was able to pull myself out of the paralysis state. Mm -hmm. I grabbed my blanket and went to try to sleep on the couch. I still couldn't tell anyone because I can't tell my parents I had snuck out and lost my virginity. And yeah, on top of that, I saw this thing that I think might be a demon. I ended up talking to an older friend who was in seminary school. And he tells me that he believes what I saw was the demon of death and that it was trying to attach itself to me. Oh,
0: dear God. Okay.
1: I then remembered a time when I was a child, maybe nine or 10, I was horseback riding with my cousins and we took our horses through the cemetery. There was a trail behind it that we took. And while we were on the trail, we came across the remains of what I now believe was possibly a satanic ritual obviously as a kid i had no idea what it was but i remember my older cousins trying to rush us past it there were rocks circling a dog without a (gasps) head
0: oh my god
1: i wonder now is this if this was some sort of satanic ritual that brought the demon here
0: jesus
1: anyway back to the story I would go months at a time without experiencing anything and then there would be a lot of activity. Yikes. So this is a year, maybe two later, every night I would shut my closet door because I was scared of waking up at night and looking into it. Of course. Well, I started waking up in the middle of the night to my closet door swinging open. No. At first it would do it just once. I would hurry and shut it back and go back to bed. But it began to happen more frequently and then several times throughout the night. I started putting a suitcase in front of my closet, and while it worked for a while, it then got worse. The closet door would slam open and close open and close, to the point that it woke my family up, and they were wondering what the hell was going on. At this point, I was so scared and had no idea what to do, so I told my parents about everything that had been going on. They had found out about the whole losing my virginity at this... they pretty much thought i was crazy but then one night i was not at home and my middle sister was sleeping in my room because my younger sister had friends over so she was sleeping in her room yeah yeah when she says the closet door slammed open and something pulled the window curtains (sighs) down
0: oh my god
1: she said she then saw a creature standing in my closet staring at her
0: oh my god
1: i had also started seeing red eyes staring at me from my back seat while driving And my younger sister would say that she could hear scratching coming from her closet that would keep her up at night. After this, my parents believed us and began to splash holy water at my closet door every night and rub our heads in an anointing oil each night as they prayed over us. I had started putting a bookshelf in front of my closet door every night to keep it from coming open. All of this seems to w- seem to work for a while. Then, the summer after I graduated high school, my family was gone on vacation, and I was home alone. Oh, no. It was mid-afternoon, and I was taking a nap in my room. I woke up in a sleep paralysis state again, and say what you want about sleep paralysis. I definitely believe at times there is something paranormal about it, and not just regular sleep paralysis. I, I have said that too, about my mom, who's experienced it because I believe that she has had mixed experiences, yes. some that are just purely sleep paralysis, yes. and then some that actually might be be something, be something more. Yes. anyways, I wake up and I can't move. I look at the end of the bed and there's this large, almost goat like creature, but it's walking on its hind legs. It is chanting a language that I could not understand as it walked back and forth from one side of the bed to the other. I began to scream. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And finally, I was able to break free. I jumped up and ran out of my house so fast. I didn't go back home until my parents came home. After this incident, my mental health took a dive. I was extremely depressed and was convinced that I needed to die. It was a rough time. When I would go to church, I would become very angry. Just sitting in church made my blood boil. One night during arrival, I felt so angry for no reason that I felt compelled to get up and leave. I'm not sure what arrival is.
0: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I did go to Catholic mass every day. I'm not sure if that's a Catholic mass
1: thing. I'm not too sure. Um, Anyway, at this point, my father took me to the front of the church where the leaders of the church laid hands on me and prayed over me in tongues. As the days went by after that, I began feeling better. Mm -hmm. And while weird things still happen from time to time, I don't feel so oppressed by an outside force anymore. Oh, that's good. I truly feel like this creature was a demonic entity, possibly the demon of death. Mm -hmm. I think it followed me home that night from the cemetery and was trying to get me to kill myself. 100%, yes. There's so much more I could tell you about my experiences with just this particular story, but I tried to cut it down some so you wouldn't be reading for two hours. I have other <laughs> stories and experiences that I'd love to share. Reach out if you have any questions or if you would like to hear more about my story in particular. Yes, I would yes, like to hear more. We
0: want all of the, all of your stories. This, this was great. Go on.
1: <laughs> I know everything I have said sounds pretty insane. I don't know that I would believe me if it wasn't my own story. But I promise you, everything I've described is very real and absolutely petrifying. Hope to hear this on the podcast. And then she added a separate message saying, also, just to add to the creepiness, earlier this year, my youngest sister and I downloaded the Randonautica app. Okay um if you don't know what that is it is an app that gives you random coordinates oh that supposedly attracts stranger things yes you did tell me Mm -hmm. the coordinates are categorized by attractors voids and anomalies you can look up on wikipedia the meaning behind each of these it's kind of hard to explain my sister still lives on the farm and was generating random coordinates while at home and one that popped up was a void In the exact place the creature demon first appeared to me Hmm. when you first enter into the farm. Wow. Could just be a coincidence, but it definitely freaked me out when she sent it to me. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed my haunting. Keep up the great work. I love listening to you guys on my way home from work.
0: Thanks, Destiny. That was insane terrifying. yeah honestly so crazy holy cow i know um yes I, write in more of your stories because we we want to hear that yeah we want to share those yeah, yeah. there's that yes. sounds like a saga Fuck. yes the yes. saga of destiny oh my God, and her yes. demon every episode just a quick five minute blurb about destiny what's going on with destiny yeah what's the update
1: <laughs> what's the buzz <laughs> destiny's demon we call it yeah i don't hate that idea at all Honestly, it's a segment. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that was interesting. So, we basically decided that due to the fact that Destiny's story began with her losing her virginity mm-hmm. at 15, yeah. we were going to do basically a fuck, Mary kill with people we wished we could lose our virginity to <laughs> when we were 15. Yes. So, um, we are going to pull up a few options mm-hmm. and... Marie, I think you should go first.
0: Okay. Um, I feel like I'm going to steal all the best ones from you though. That's okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to say, um, Devin Sawa, obviously. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, obviously. And I will say, um, oh, who played, who played Sean in Boy Meets World?
1: I don't know, but I'll kill him.
0: (laughs) Oh. Okay, well. well who is Spencer that? Wright. What was his name? Not Spencer Rice. Uh, yeah. Ryder Strong.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna kill Ryder Strong. Okay. I'm gonna have sex with Devin Sawa. Yes. And I'll marry Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's the correct answer. That is the only That's answer, the only answer available. <laughs> available. That's the only one.
0: <gasps> Great. Okay. Next.
1: I've got I've got good ones. Okay. Okay. Taylor Hansen. Yep. Freddie Prince Jr.
0: Okay. Paul Rudd. I'm killing Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. I am going to um, Paul Rudd and I'm going to marry Paul Rudd. Yeah. And have sex with what was the last? I can't remember. Taylor Hansen. Taylor Hansen. Yeah. 1000%. He's so Christian. I Maybe had I should a marry sex dream with
1: Taylor Hansen when I was a kid. I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> it was the best. I basically lost my virginity well, through that dream. You
0: really did. I might switch that and have sex with Paul Rudd and marry <laughs> Taylor Hansen. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't sleep with people who have slept with your friends in dreams. Oh. And I also, appreciate your loyalty.
1: Also, you know who I had a huge weird crush on for a very short period of time, but it was like obsessive. I want to know Andrew Keegan. From, really? Yes. He Ten things al- I hate about you. But he was not in that movie. He always, the younger one. He was younger yeah, yeah. in a few. I things. think he
0: played. He was in in Full House, I believe, at one point. Okay. Um. For some reason, do you ever get this with certain actors? You look at them and they just make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, just looking at him made me feel uncomfortable. Like, he is not the person that I would want to, like, I like if I was too drunk and I needed a ride home, he's not the one I would want to drive me home because I would be afraid of what he would do to me.
1: That's fair. Yeah, he does come across as slightly
0: creepy. I'm not sure he has yeah. any... Um, Not to sound like an asshole, sorry Andrew Keegan. I'm pretty yeah. sure he runs a cult right now, though. Oh, does he? I think so, but I'm gonna have to Google. Oh, we'll it have really to quick. check
1: that one quickly. Okay, <laughs> so you know the TikTok trend right now that girls are saying, "My boyfriend now my crush." Yes. When I was young, yeah. So I just want to make this very, very clear mm-hmm. that my probably my number one like I want to have your babies and be with you and whatever it was Ryan Philippe.
0: oh wow and I just
1: want to say that if anyone if anyone has seen my current boyfriend (laughs) just look at this picture oh yeah wow I mean in the lips (laughs) and the face shape and the the nose my
0: huge crush was definitely Devin Sawa like that was the be-all end-all Devin Sawa
1: was it it was it was just I think just Casper for me, though, mostly, Ugh. and Little
0: Giants. Christina Ritchie is so I don't know. If she so, knows know oh, how and lucky then, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes, Andrew Keegan founded in 2014. Keegan founded Full Circle, a community spiritual center based in Venice, Los Angeles. Vice characterized the organization as a new religion, while other outlets call it a cult
1: okay just yeah. so you know well, I'm, so i so mean, I wasn't wrong you weren't wrong no um also I just I can't my intuition is spot on. I can't let this <laughs> end without um uh Mark Paul Goss oh, or
0: whatever yeah
1: <sighs> Say by the bell
0: yeah I should have chosen him instead He's of. he is on another Rider level strong you should
1: have but would that would have you? made it very hard for me to pick between let's him and that. Devin Sawa I'll just c- quick
0: we will just really quickly Ooh, let's play the game real Why quick not? It's a a short episode, why not? Between
1: him, Devin Sawa, and JTT. JTT? I think that I would kill JTT.
0: Yeah. This is the correct answer.
1: Marry Mark. (laughs) Yes. And And still still have sex with Devin Sawa. (laughs) Because Mark was like...
0: Like he had my like heart. Yes. In yes. The, so did Devin Sawa, but he, he like Devon Sawa had my groin more than he had my heart. Totally, one thousand yes, percent. But like, still, would. Love but he him, was yes. very
1: young. I grew up with Mark. Like I saw him grow older, and I still was like, there's so much, so many layers to this man.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. We really grew up with him. Yeah. Alongside him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: and I feel like there's just something there with his just his general personality that mm-hmm. would have jived with mine if I knew him. Probably. I mean, the character. Yeah. No. I, don't know. I know.
0: I don't know if it's. Him. I think he his character was probably a Leo. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what I think. I do think that there's there's definitely a Leo man behind yes. that character. Yes,
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: So I'm sorry I turned this into just literally recounting all my sexual fantasies <laughs> with young okay i've got another young. one okay okay
0: this one is courtesy of one of my very good friends because it was her sexual awakening okay teenage simba from the lion king totally
1: <laughs> but that's jtt no he's the child oh simba. he's the oh oh teenage
0: teenage simba oh the
1: who's king. teenage simba I don't the voice know. of that i don't know actually
0: but i just thought it was funny that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah Shout out also, to Chrissy because she's the one who it was, and also that's true. I've never mentioned this in the podcast before, but she came up with our podcast name. So shout she out really? to Chrissy. Nice, yeah.
1: <laughs> thanks, Chris. Um, also, we've talked about this before, about Ricky Martin. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. like what a babe! What a babe! What a. I'm so glad he is true to himself. I'm I'm happy for him.
1: I'm sad for me and for the yes. female population, but yeah. happy for him. I am very happy for him. Nick Carter.
0: <laughs> Are we just going to keep naming? Sorry. I'm just sorry. Like, I feel like I am missing some very key. Nick Carter. But then like, but Nick Carter then, not Nick Carter. Like Nick no, Carter. totally then. Yeah. Totally then. Because he's been problematic lately. Oh,
1: yeah. The yeah, anyway. whole family has some issues. Yeah. As oh, you yeah. can see,
0: I really have a thing for blonde,
1: <laughs> blonde, blue-eyed men. Wow. Well. I don't have a type at all. Well. anyway all right well that is another episode of paranormal Paranormal. thank you for sticking with us yeah thank you for sticking (laughs) through all of that hopefully uh if you have not sure it's okay if you didn't um but you can find our interview with deborah di giovanni our video interview on patreon when this when this episode airs yeah so Thursday. it's a week early
0: for our He'll patrons come out a week early
1: for patrons and you'll get the uncut unedited version of mm-hmm. that interview which is always fun to see because there's some kind of exclusive off the record stuff that goes into those yeah. recordings yeah um and yeah giveaway uh check out our instagram at paranormal pod for details on that giveaway um mm-hmm. we talked about it earlier on in the episode but you can actually go see what the mug itself if you mm-hmm. want to go um yeah. check it out and stay spooky because that's showbiz baby Pace. Bye. <laughs> if you like this episode of paranormal we need your help remember to rate review and subscribe to us on
0: apple and if you listen to us on spotify go ahead and click the follow button even better you can donate to us on patreon where you can access bonus content and members only merch to support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at
1: paranormalpod. And remember, stay, stay spooky! spooky.